Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Mark chapter 15, verse 26. This is part of a larger section about the crucifixion of Jesus, which is paralleled back in Matthew 27, verses 32 through 44. We did a devotion on that. It's back in episode 584. If you want to hear more of a broad overview of this longer text, go listen to that. Otherwise, in the book of Mark, we're taking this parallel text and digging a little bit deeper into different specific points portions of it. In recent days on the Daily Dose, we've talked about Simon of Cyrene, who was asked to carry Jesus' cross. We've talked about Golgotha, the place of the skull. We've talked about why Jesus did not drink the wine mixed with myrrh, but he did drink the sour wine later in Mark 15. And today we're going to focus on the inscription that Jesus had put on the cross where Jesus was crucified. Chapter 15, verse 26. In the inscription of the charge against him read, the king of the Jews. Again, this is just a short verse, and we even easily blow over some of this stuff, but if you stop and dwell on this, it really is amazing. There are a couple ways that you could take the inscription, King of the Jews. And in the providence of God, both of them are actually true, although we don't know exactly what Pilate meant when he wrote them, or if he intended them to mean anything deep at all. He may have just been writing King of the Jews because that's what the Jewish leaders accused Jesus of to get Pilate's attention that this needed to be dealt with. Remember the fact that Pilate works for Caesar of the Roman Empire empire means that he needs to protect the king's image and the empire's reputation. There can't be more than one king, more than one emperor. The Jewish leaders are shrewd enough to know that if they push this button, it would force Pilate to do something. And so there it is. Jesus claimed to be king of the Jews. If Pilate could level that accusation against him, even though he seemingly didn't want to crucify him, he washed his hands of it. It was a way for him to kind of justify the whole thing and keep things copacetic as the governor of this Jerusalem outpost who had to cover his own tail in the larger Roman Empire to some degree. Now, here are the two different ways that you can take king of the Jews. You could take king of the Jews to mean king over the Jews. In other words, Jesus was king over the Jewish people. In this sense, even if Jesus was king of the Jews, which Pilate probably didn't recognize, this is a limited kingdom. He's just the king of the Jewish people. The Jewish people are small in number, insignificant on the world's geopolitical stage at the time. Jesus claimed to be their king. No big deal. He's not even going to be a footnote in history. Let's move on to the next thing. Maybe that's what Pilate meant when he wrote King of the Jews. Another way that you could interpret the phrase King of the Jews could be that Jesus is a king and he's of the Jews. He's from the Jews. In other words, he's from the Jewish lineage, but he's a king. In this case, it's possible that his kingship, his kingdom could be larger. He's a king of the Jews, but a king over what? It's very likely this is not what Pilate was thinking of because he didn't view Jesus to be that consequential of a figure. But what we know is that Jesus is the king, like the king of kings and the Lord of lords, and he is of the Jews. As providence would have it, and God's redemptive plan would dictate, the message of the one true God and his covenant relationship with his people would originate with the Jewish people, with the sons and daughters of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, who he made a covenant with way back in Genesis 12 of the Old Testament. The Israelite people, the Jewish people, would be the vehicle through which God's name would be made known to 
to the world and through which God's salvation would come to the world in the person of Jesus Christ, who is the King of Kings. So yes, Jesus is King with a capital K and he's from the Jewish people, King of the Jews. What's remarkable is however you interpret this, what Pilate wrote was absolutely accurate. Jesus is the King of the Jews. He's the King over all people. He's the King over Caesar and the Roman Empire. He's the King over all of creation. The critical question for Pilate, of course, which is the same critical question for you and me and anyone else who's walked on this earth is, do you believe that? Do you trust that Jesus Christ is the King? That he is who he says he is? Furthermore, do you believe that through faith in him, you can have the righteousness and perfection that he lived, thus satisfying God's holy law in a way that we can't? And do you believe that you can have the penalty you and I owe God for our sin, Mark, paid because of the sacrifice he made on the cross? Do you believe that he rose again, defeating sin, death, the power of the devil? And if you do, you are a part of his kingdom in this life until your life here is over and then in eternity with him forever. If you don't believe that, that doesn't make Jesus' kingship any less true or authoritative, but what it means is that you're not going to be participating in that. Participation in the kingdom of God is only available by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. Now, one more thing that's interesting about this inscription, in John chapter 19, verses 19 through 22, we see that some of the chief priests of the Jews noticed the inscription that Pilate put above Jesus. They go to Pilate and they say, don't write the king of the Jews, but rather write that this man said, I am the king of the Jews. So at least a couple of those guys were onto what I'm talking about. They didn't want to go down in history that this guy actually was the king of the Jews. They just wanted to go down in history that he said he was the king of the Jews. Pilate's response was, what I have written, I have written. <laughs> Did Pilate know what they were getting at? And did he know the nuances of what I've just talked about? Namely, that Jesus truly was the king of the Jews? Boy, I don't think he did, but I guess I don't know for sure. And regardless of that, isn't it amazing in the providence of God and kind of in the humor of God that he would have this pagan Roman pawn, Pontius Pilate, more correctly describe Jesus Christ at the point of his crucifixion than the Jewish leaders who should have known clearly from Old Testament prophecy and from his ministry on earth who Jesus Jesus truly was. Jesus was the king of the Jews. Pilate wrote what he wrote despite the protests of the Jewish leaders. Do you believe Jesus is the king of the Jews? And are you willing to stand for that regardless of what heat may come your way as a result? These are great questions to ponder. Have a good day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which has aired on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring and inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions to shape our lives, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they're bringing all three together to honor God and bless our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. That's thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider Consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.